just just try to try to guess what we're talking about by context clues. <laughs> Neat. neat! Hello and welcome to Isn't It Neat, a podcast where we talk about things we think are neat. My name is Erin and I'm joined by my sisters, Helen. Hello! And Caitlin. Hi! We are almost at the end of the Disney Renaissance. <gasps> the second last film, movie number nine, is Mulan. Is there my reflection? <laughs> <laughs> Operatic version, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I like it better than the pop version, the Christina Aguilera version. <laughs> I don't like her. Yeah, version. I think oh, when I was little, I liked singer. both of them. But like, yeah, I liked that there were extra lyrics though. I was like, yeah, oh, verses, cool. Oh my god, <laughs> there's more, <laughs> more. <laughs> um, so this film, it was released in 1998. I was 11. I was eight. How old were you, Helen? I don't know. Small. <laughs> we have a really hard time tracking how old Helen is because she's born right at the end of the year. <laughs> what was the year so she's you said again? 1998. 1998. I have been like yeah. four. Four or five. Four, yeah. four or five. Four little. <laughs> and again, I don't remember seeing this in the cinema, but we probably did. Yeah. Maybe not. Like we, Maybe. The cinema was a special, rare, special thing. Special, it was special a, treat. It was a, it, like, I thought it was in every school holidays by then. Like, by the time no. we got to the end of the 90s, I thought yeah. it was school holidays and it was always the thing. Cause- yeah, I don't think it was every school holidays, but I don't remember there being, like, a consistently going to the movies. So this one is the one that's kind of different to all the others. So there was a completely different team. Um, I was trying to, I was reading about it and I couldn't really make sense of it. I think cause I don't really understand the structure of the Walt Disney company, but the, there was Walt Disney animations in Burbank in California. Um, and they kind of moved a few times, but then there was also an animation studio in uh, Florida. And then, but when I, they're like, Disney MGM Studios or something, but whenever I search that, it's actually like part of the Disney park, the theme park. But there was like this studio, um, and they were they just did little um, television shorts, I think. Um, but then they were they were given Mulan to do like a full feature length film. Um, so this was their like first feature length film. So they have this kind of completely different team of like um, artistic executive producers and stuff and Mm. directors and everything. Um, I always thought that this, I just assumed it was an Alan Menken film (laughs) because it kind of feels like it. Yeah. Um, But it's not. It's not. Some guy called Matthew Wilder wrote the music, um, but with David Zippel, who wrote the lyrics uh, for Hercules with Alan Menken. Um. So that's kind of the only sort of tie-in. Mm, um, there yeah. were there were some dramas. So oh. this, yeah, I love that. Yes, here's the dramas. So Stephen Schwartz was connected to the project because so it started development about 1994, and Stephen Schwartz was going to do the music. But then he started working with DreamWorks on the Prince of Egypt, um, and Disney uh. got really mad because this was when so DreamWorks and Pixar are starting to come out and um um. Don Bluth had had all his um, successes and, like, was putting out other animated films that were doing quite well. So, like, The Swan Princess up against whatever that film was. I can't remember. We were talking about that a few weeks ago. <laughs> Is it Anastasia? <laughs> Anastasia uh, 
is was a, is a DreamWorks. Oh, I don't know. It was, yeah, I think it I think was a Don. Yeah, uh, both of them. It was anyway. Universal, but it was so. Yeah. Damn, it yeah, might whatever. have been John Bluth, but then he worked with Universal to distribute it. Hmm. Um, yes, yeah. so there's all these, and in the '90s there were like heaps of different animations coming out, and so yeah. um, Stephen Schwartz, like Stephen Schwartz, had written songs and everything for Mulan. Um, and they were like threatening to take his name off the projects that he did work on um, with Alan Menken and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, eh, fuck this. I'm just going to work on Prince of Egypt. Like, see yous. And they were like, <laughs> fine. Um, so we ended up with Matthew Wilder and David. Did they Zippel. keep any of his, his songs or no, did they have to like, no, uh, yeah. No, completely rewritten because otherwise yeah. they'd have to credit him. They were just like, no, <laughs> scrap that. Start again. Um, yeah. So that's kind of the creative team, which is it's a very white creative team. Yeah. <laughs> Generally has been. Yeah, we've already like touched on this. <laughs> yeah, it's still a white creative team. Yeah. Um, but this film, it's based on the Chinese legend of Hua Mulan. Um spelt a whole bunch of different ways. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> She's a folk name. hero, kind of like Robin Hood. Yeah. yeah, so the stories they're kind of somewhere in the four to the fourth to the sixth century in China, um, and the basic and it's one of those like the story pops up in various forms here or there in various manuscripts dated to various times. Um, so it probably wasn't a real person, but we don't really know. Um, and the basic uh, story is that. Um, Mulan was a girl and the there was a conscription happening for the army for some unspecified conflict mm-hmm. and her father who was old and injured gets conscripted her she has a little brother who's too young and she also has mm-hmm. like another sister or something um, mm-hmm. and she kind of takes it upon herself to go and join the army instead of her father um, which she does and she is in the army for like 10 years <laughs> doing various cool stuff, just mm. being a dude. And mm. then at the end of that 10 years, um, they get her and her like regiment get called before the emperor who's like, what would you like? Like, I will give you rewards. Do you want to be like my special advisor person? Rah, 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 you can do this. And she's like, nah, just let me go home. And they're like, all right. And so she goes home and, like, puts her lady clothes Mm. back on again and, like, some of her old mates from the army come and visit her and they're like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) You were a girl this whole time? (laughs) What do you mean you're a girl? We were, like, like, gross around you. (laughs) Yeah. And she's just like, "Uh, whatever. And then that's kind of the story, Um, (laughs) which I think is really cool. That's a cool story. Um, And she has, like, a little... um, thing that she says at the end where the male hair has heavy front paws and the female hair tends to squint but when they're running side by side close to the ground who can tell which is male or female and it's just one of those kind of like meh weird poetry type deals that yeah uh, like translated correctly (laughs) yeah yeah that's a bit awkward too it's all in translations and it's all kind of in the in the um culture embedded in the culture it's one of those um but the basic thing can't tell the gender of the rabbits when they're doing the Mm. things (laughs) Yeah, straight like, up, there's very little difference between mm, the sexes. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm. When we're doing tasks, we're just doing the task, guys. Yeah, the yeah. same species, bro, not like the alien creatures. <laughs> 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 sorry. <laughs> Women are not from Venus. Men are not from Mars. <laughs> yeah. we're I'm all sorry. From Earth. I can't get past Helen's. We're the same species, bro. <laughs> 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 
so the the film it is based on this sort of Chinese folk tale, and it's a little bit controversial. Um, like I don't, it's not as bad as like Pocahontas in terms of like overt racism. It is a little bit stereotypical, and it's mm. very simplified. Like when they take yeah. that kind of culture. Um, but on the other hand, Mulan is beautiful. She's a beautiful yes. Asian woman and mm. like there's a lot of young Asian American women, especially in the nineties mm. growing up, who were like, Oh my gosh, that that's I can be beautiful in like American culture, like that that kind of representation. Mm. So yeah. I think she's really kind of valued in that way. Yeah. Mm. See, I really like Mulan because I consistently felt like as gr- when I was growing up that I didn't quite fit at all mm, in anything, yeah. which I think is a universal experience. Everyone sucks as a teenager. Yeah. Um, and being like, hey, she's at this age, she's just about old enough to get married and she doesn't fit. And then mm-hmm. she goes off and has this great adventure. I was like, yeah, that's what I want. I want to go have great adventures. <laughs> yeah. I always so, like yeah. that she was this absolute badass, but she's still very beautiful. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and she and she didn't and just, like, become a badass, like, just she was just is. She just, like, oh, I'm just actually was- talented at this. She, she, like, suffered and had to, like, put up with the choices that she'd made and then put in the extra work to succeed, um, yeah. which I thought and was very cool. Yeah, and it's not that she's, like, um that she's like, I don't fit as this, I'm going to go and try and be a man. Like she kind of, she did kind of fit into that world but also Mm. kind of didn't and then Mm. goes back to just like, I'm going to put my girl clothes on, it's kind of fine. And then she's like, not really either. Um, And it's it's very much like watching it now, there's a lot of people, especially when the live action remake came out um, and and the discourse (laughs) around that, um, this film is like unintentionally kind of a queer, there's lots of queer representation mm. in this mm. film because Mulan, mm. is, like, is she kind of represents this sort of non-binary person or mm. um, not cisgendered person who's trying mm. to kind of find, she she has the whole montage of um, putting on her bridal clothes and meeting the matchmaker and just like totally fails at that mm. and then goes to like off to be a dude in the army and... Fumbles um, at first but then gets away. Fumbles a lot but then fails at that ultimately mm. because she gets kind of thrown out for being a woman. Mm. Um, like she doesn't still doesn't fit that mould. Mm. Um, and then and it's kind of like, well, maybe she's neither, this like kind of binary world, these like very strict gender roles yeah. um, don't fit her and maybe she's something I, else. Yeah, I, I think I'm having the same thought but – from a different direction, that no person fits into a static label. Mm. Yeah. Everyone is a bit of everything. So you can be a beautiful bride girl woman who's also a badass army dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah and, they were and more, more than just yeah, more, yeah, than, the roles assigned. Yeah. And society and a, sucks by yeah. trying to limit people down into mm. a single role. Like, yeah. excuse you. I think a lot of the problems with things like the gender queer and trans and stuff is that the gender roles itself, it's not yeah. actually gender, it's the role that, yeah. like, that society yeah. puts on you. That's yeah, where you get yeah. the gender is a human construct conversation, I think. Yeah, um, and I think, for, I think for a lot of binary, non-binary people it is that um, they're pushing back against the gender roles. But then mm. there's also like the transgender people who really, really feel 
like they fit into a traditionally feminine role or a traditionally male role. Mm. Um, and, yeah, there's kind of that spectrum as well. Mm. Like there's mm. always that. I always have that in the back of my mind of like, because I've heard people say like maybe we wouldn't, we wouldn't have transgender people if we didn't have gender, gender roles. Concepts. But yeah. then I think it's we like, would have uh, a, I think we would. Yeah. It's just that it wouldn't be received the way it is now. Maybe be yeah. more accepted that, yeah, you do fit that role better. Yeah. Also, humanity is a spectrum, so there may be transgender people that feel more aligned with a different gender role mm. and the expre- their expression of their gender keeps them like happy and that's great and I support that but there's also transgender people that like physically they know that physically they're not the gender that they're expressing or the sex that they're expressing so they they need to fix that and that I also support like Hmm. you do you it doesn't hurt me at all yeah (laughs) yeah exactly then there's also um What's his name? The dude, the commander dude. Shang. 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 Yes. General Shang. He's a manly man. This whole like so as it goes through, you can see like Mola, and I I really like how she quietly has a crush on him, Mm -hmm. and then and she like does this kind of like tries to flirt with him or just like talk to him. And he's like kind of ignoring her and stuff. And then Mushu's like, "You like him?" And she's like. Like maybe, um, and it's it's really cute. It's really sweet that kind yeah. of just that admiration. But then, like, there is these kind of moments with Shang really kind of admiring her back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I know there's this whole head canon like that some people have of him like having this like crisis of like why do I what are these feelings I have about this dude, and then discovering the dude's actually a woman and being like, oh okay then. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so so my like disconcerting feelings are actually okay because she was a girl the whole time. Oh, yeah. Gender norms have been maintained. That's, um, like the sense I got from this whole thing was that he that he probably felt she was a really close friend and confidant kind of you know my best friend type deal. Yeah, and then found yeah. out as a woman is like, and it just grew more from there. I always found it quite strange that he comes to like visit her. And like, you know, grandma's like, why didn't she bring home a man? <laughs> and, <laughs> and then, then he comes there. in and he's like sort of a bit awkward, but it's like he's there with like intentions of like um, courting her. Yeah. <laughs> that's just so weird. <laughs> like, yeah, I like, I like, like but I, that's the that's the romance. Like I think it's Disney. kind of this cute like, oh, I'm going to meet her and she's a girl now and I don't actually know how I feel about that. Yeah. <laughs> and now we have to do this like ritualistic stuff so that the family's chill with it all. Yeah. <laughs> um, have you guys heard about like uh, gay and bi panic where like yeah. you meet someone yeah. that you like and you're like, mm. do I like them because they're like a cool friend or do I yeah. like them like mm. So he's having bi panic the whole time. Yeah, the whole time. <laughs> also, he's a super he sweet softball guy. Puts it in a label. This is my friend. It's a woman. Oh no, I don't know what to do with these feelings either way. <laughs> but Shang's a super sweet soft boy. Like he's like, oh yeah, I'm the commander of the army. I'm serious. I have no feelings in front. But like in his tent, he's like, I get to be the commander. Yeah, so we're going to take a short break now and then we'll be back to talk more about Mulan.
and we're back. Um, so I love I love these characters. Yeah. First of all, if we're talking about the if we start with the music because that's all kind of in the beginning. Um, so I love the music in this. I love it so much. I love every song. Please bring other to my song. Yeah. 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 And um, reflection. Yeah. I loved that was like yes. and and I really liked this movie but I re- I don't think I liked it like it wasn't I didn't latch onto it at time of release I think I liked it later because yeah. I have this on DVD and I think I got the DVD for Christmas or for my birthday like on a request like I was I like feel, mum can yeah. I have this I want this on DVD it's my my favorite at the moment and mm. part of that was um when I was starting to get into musical theater a lot and I discovered Leah Salonga was the singing voice of Princess Jasmine and also Mulan. Oh. Um, and I remember listening oh, that's why to. I know her name. Yeah. <laughs> she was Mulan's singing voice. Makes so much sense now. <laughs> and I remember, I don't know, I don't know if you guys remember the old days of Kazaa, which was the one of the very early music streaming pirating services. Yeah. Oh. Like LimeWire. I never had LimeWire. I had Kazaa. I heard of LimeWire. I don't think and I had LimeWire. You had it, you that's would, right. Yeah. You would search individual songs and um I had a collection of anything I could find Leah Salonga singing. Mm-hmm. Um and cuz reflection while like I think about it and I'm like I I never really and the lyrics themselves that when will my reflection show who I am inside and that kind of disconnect of like, who am I? Mm. I didn't really resonate. I didn't really even register the lyrics. It was the most dramatic, sad, mm. ballad, I want yeah. song that yeah. existed. And me as like a 14, 15 year old, 16 year old girl, that was my jam. It's the emotional <laughs> feeling that, that was yeah. in the thing, not the words itself. It was just this emotion. Yes. That's that the thing I emotion. feel. That this like teen angst. <laughs> yes. And I just like, it was one of my favorite songs. And like, I remember, like I was, I was such a dramatic teenager. I don't know if you remember, but I remember like I had a crush on a boy and that was making me feel miserable. And I remember being at school one day and just like not talking to my friends because I just felt so miserable. <laughs> I have a crush because well, not a crush because I was in love. <laughs> How could this happen to me? Yeah. And then I remember like it was raining. So it was the middle of winter and it was just that like, you know, steady downpour kind of rain. Yeah. I remember yeah. like purposely without, without admitting to myself, avoiding mum's the track that she would go on to pick so us up if it was raining. rain and be trained. So, yeah, so I could be dramatic in the rain. And, in the rain. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I had a big cry and, like, reflection was kind of like the soundtrack of that. Like, this was before iPods, so I didn't have, <laughs> like, in your head. or anything in. It was just like, you know, that was part of the, the soundtrack of. And, um, and And on my own. <laughs> from Les Mis, <laughs> which is like Leah Salonga singing that in the 10th anniversary. Like those songs that were just like, that was just oh, exquisite pain. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, I think that's why I loved Mulan so much because that was just my jam at that yeah, time like of my Mulan life. Yeah, like Mulan because she didn't fit the gender norms 
And yeah. I was like, when I was a kid, I just wanted to play and everyone else wanted to go be, do those really girly things. Helen and I yeah. have matured significantly later than you, Erin. You're so much more progressive than me. I was like, I was on board with all the gender role stuff for so long. Yeah, but you also <laughs> you matured guys- like way earlier than we did. We were still like playing Chasey yeah. in the, like, None of my friends wanted to play Chasey once we got to high school. (laughs) I mean, I currently live my Chasey dreams through my dog because I can't run anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I was never never brave enough to go against um, what the other kids were doing. It's like I sometimes wanted to do do things like that, but I never really had the things. And I never would admit to myself, like, if whatever other kids were doing and said was the right thing to do, I was like, yep, completely on board with that. Not even going to contemplate anything else. Just because I did, like, I didn't fit in in school and I was bullied and I didn't have friends. So I was like, this is where I say, separate is a universal experience. So, like, you went along with the flow, but you still felt separate. I couldn't go along with the flow with a lot of things. So I did have like a lot of high school time where like there would be like a core group of friends, but I wouldn't hang out with them every single day because they were they were like, you're just a bit too much. So I would like spend a lot of time like reading or in the library because no one mm. can play Chasey by themselves. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I was in the library because I had no friends for like two years. Aww. You were such a social butterfly in <laughs> primary school. And then like you just sort of internalized a little bit in high school because <laughs> like things happen because mm. there's nasty kids uh, and stuff yeah there are nasty kids out there mm, but we know. all yeah. have that experience of as we're growing up there is a period of time where we feel like we do not fit in at mm. all yeah. um which is a universal I experience I, ever, I don't think i ever admitted to myself that i didn't fit in i was just you were good I, at acting that you I did i put the mask on that yeah. i was like i am totally fine and i'm totally fine with the friends that i've got and they are not uncool like I just wouldn't admit, and, or even like I wouldn't that- even accept that. Like, um, this is where I am, and who gives a shit? Who cares what the other kids think? I was just like, nope, nope, I'm fine, I'm good, I'm fine, I'm good. Yeah. Like, and it wasn't until like a lot, lot, lot later, like in my like adult years, that I was like, you know, I think I was just pretending that whole time. I was even pretending to myself. Yeah, I started doing that. Hang on a second, let's not pretend thing when I was like. 14. Yeah, <laughs> 13, yeah. 14. Because I'd like lost all respect for adults at that point. And like, as I was like going, hang on a second, they're not what they said that they are. Mm. And I started like being able to do that with like everyone in my life. And then I'm like, well, why don't I just be the person I, I like being? Yeah. Um, but I tried to pretend, but I wasn't very good at it. So I just ended up not trusting anyone. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, we're so wounded. <laughs> but yeah, everyone's wounded. But girls, we're fed that sort of story of like, you're like not like other girls. You're like Oh uh, yeah, like, you wanna you wanna be you wanna be not girl. like other girls. Yeah, yeah. I was like that definitely. I'm like, I'm yeah. not like other girls. Yeah. And that was like super big in like the nineties and like two thousand. And I was exactly like, like all the other girls. Yeah. <laughs> like, not being all like other yeah. <laughs> Whereas yeah. I'm exactly like all other girls. I am a walking um what's that thing where you look at a person and go, that's what they're like? Stereotype. Stere- I'm a walking yeah. stereotype of a middle child born in the in the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's freaking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> like, like this is me. This yeah. is me. Like um, I'm having a great time being myself. Also, mm. guess what I get to do now? <laughs> I get to have the cool overalls, the cool hair, the cool tattoos, the cool draw friends, the walls. and the cool. I do draw on the walls. Bought a house yeah. to draw on the walls. That's what I did. Mm. 
Yeah. So, and this this film also contains the best ever animated training montage. Ah, oh, yes. Let's with get all down man to business. To the feet. So, Sophie just on. gone, just gone, <laughs> and then walked out of your tent and gone, oh, shit. Let's do yeah. a montage. Yeah. <laughs> and I did just, notice, thanks, man. Caitlin, after our discussion <laughs> with Pocahontas, I did notice that they have nipples in this film. Yes. Yeah, See, man. nipples exist in the real world. Why has <laughs> Pocahontas not got nipples? I don't understand. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just I love this this song. Uh, um, he's just so attractive. Shang, like animated animated characters being attractive. I really wish that I knew how to swim. Yeah, we are mad. We must we be must swift be as the course. We are mad. We are mad. I love it so much. Um, and like the whole like ninja kick into the sunset. Yeah. yeah, yeah, uh, and Imagery. the bit where Mulan manages to climb her way to the top of the thing that no one else could do. Yeah, uh, yes. she, she, could do she said her mind was like, she was gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, and then like that smug little like I did it when he comes out yes. of his little tent. Like, you kick, you're about he's... to kick me out, but I'm I'm gonna stick to it. You can't kick no, me out now. She <laughs> was straight up kicked out, and then she was like, "Fuck you, I did the task." <laughs> So I have two things to say about this song. Number one, I don't know if you guys remember, but for a very short amount of time, there was this app thing, this website before apps were things mm-hmm. called Omegle. Uh, Omegle. Yeah, I think it's still And exists. it was like a chat thing where like you'd log in and you'd get assign like some random person so it was a two-person chat room does it oh my gosh so you just come into this chat room and there would be some random person on the internet and there was this thing where you'd say let's get down to business and if (laughs) if they said to defeat the huns you then continued with your conversation because obviously they're like and some people are like what and i remember there being like tumblr but before tumblr but like you know epic posts of like here are all the responses to let's get down to business <laughs> here are all the random stuff um second thing is there is a youtube channel which has changed its name but it used to be called google translate sings <laughs> it's changed its name but if you search google translate sings i think you still come up with it and and they put the lyrics of songs like all sorts of songs but they did mm. like most of the disney renaissance songs because mm. they're obviously children of the 90s like us yep. um, where they put the lyrics into Google Translate and cycle them through a bunch of different languages and then back to English yeah. and they like sing it and they did is it called Let's Get Down to Business? No, it's, it's not. Um, I think it's BM. I'll Make a Man Out of You. That's what I'll Make a Man Out of You. So they did I'll Make a Man and I always remember the guy going the dark side of the shoe <laughs> and he has this like sneaker and he like lifts up this sneaker <laughs> <laughs> that's like you know oh, like you no, have your canon of the this. songs in your head like whenever I hear this song I'm like love this song love the montage the montage is playing in my head but also this Google Translate Sings video <laughs> is also simultaneously playing in my head yeah so clever uh, I like they're uh, actually really clever with like the wording as well because mm. like you know the dishonor on your house dishonor on your cow <laughs> dishonor <laughs> on you or just, yeah, yeah. That is... I have a shirt, and that shirt, it's from Tea Turtle. Mm. Um, I got... Oh, yeah, that... And it's Mushu, yeah. and, it, and it says, Dishonor! And then it has, like, a little tick box that says you, and then a little tick box that says your cow. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I get 
like older people who see it, they're like, what? And I'm like, never mind. <laughs> but so many people compliment yeah. me on that shirt. They're like, I love your shirt. You were wearing it on the real show and they were all yeah. like, love your shirt, love your shirt. Yeah. yeah, they liked your hair and my shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With your powers like, combined, you're a very yeah. cool person. Yeah. Like, um, the quote, the dishonor you quote comes up so much on like tum- Tumblr and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, yeah. Oh, because and, like if and, it's when you're calling someone out without actually being mad at them, dishonoring you, dishonoring. You. And the thing is, the funny thing is why I brought it up. Distract me. Oh, terrible people. Um, <laughs> is it's to do with how horse is like written and the sound of it. So, um, the traditional way of writing horse translates out to be cow. <laughs> Mushu like in, is making a yeah, punny. Like the kanji In for like Mandarin. Yeah, yeah so Mandarin from Mandarin or? to something. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what it is because it's Chinese. You distracted my thought process and now that, mm. that little factoid is now mangled. But, you know, mm. it's it's it was a fun little thing that like uh, if you go to yeah. China and you're learning Mandarin and they're like telling you about it and like you come across the the written way to write like cow and horse because it's tones it's tonal yeah. Isn't it? yeah 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 so they made a real good pun yeah I, I and I was wondering this time and as I was as I was watching it because there's all the like ancestors stuff the little temple and mm. there's stuff written and I'm like is that real stuff and what does yeah. it say um, yes, I don't know if important. Because <laughs> someone like, out there has like translated it all. Disney's done their research, and I can't imagine that they would just make up. Is it called kanji? Kanji, yeah. Kanji, kanji the alphabet, and it's and all, it's all related, isn't it? So like the Japanese, yeah, yeah and, and Japanese took and their Korean. kanji from. Um, yeah, like we have the Latin alphabet. Yeah, yeah, and there's the Greek alphabet and the mm. and like the different alphabets, and we've kind of. There was an old English alphabet and then we kind of merged some stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's all just circled together. I just tried to Google that little factoid about the cow, the horse. Yeah. (laughs) Didn't find it, but I found a better one. Um, Yeah? So the um, Hua Mulan is, Hua is Mandarin and Mm -hmm. Fa is Cantonese. So we Uh we have the the Cantonese version. And Hua or fa means flower. Uh, yeah. So Mulan's fake name, Ping, means vase. <laughs> so it's uh, flower, flower vase or flower <laughs> pot. And that means effeminate man. Yes. <laughs> so he's like, I'm just a girly boy. <laughs> like, um, yes, like a dandy. Yeah. 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 Um, I think I've seen that before, that that mm. rings a bell. That's so oh, I'm funny. sure. Um, his his also, name is Ling. Mushu, mushu. And while we're talking about factoids, um, the Helen would like this. The opening titles, you know, so you know how like the clouds, yeah, the watercolor, the watercolor painting. It's literally watercolor and rice paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it's that really cool? cool. Yeah. Like yeah. they didn't like animate it, animate it, like paint it all out. They did a watercolor painting and just like filmed it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's, the that's the, the animation style the whole way through is is different to mm. like it is more that watercolor that like traditional yeah Chinese more traditional leaning Chinese stuff yeah um yeah which makes their features just a bit different mm. yeah so it's quite distinctive as a film on its own um. Yeah, I love it. I love yeah. it. And then they pretty. do their they do 
it is a musical until they reach the like massacre of the army. Yeah. Girl worth fighting for. Oh my okay. So mm-hmm. as an adult watching this movie and I'm like, it's a girl worth fighting for. There is a girl doll that obviously belonged mm-hmm. to a child, and now they have an actual girl that they're all fighting for yeah. with this army. And I was like, Oh, that's so much symbolism. Oh, and the yeah. sound stops and then it's just like it just the yeah. atmosphere. It, it never finishes. Stops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just gets abruptly cut off and then yeah. there's no more there's no more musical theater style songs after that there's yeah. only the it's score. just very serious they're not telling that. the story they are just doing they're they're mm. fighting they're dealing with it they're going into the capital they're killing shay uh not shang what's, what's the name? bad guy i can't remember any of the names oh, but, oh, no, no, wait 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 wait, wait. The um, Han guy I had it. <laughs> Chi Chi Fu is the guy with the cool hat who doesn't like anyone and only his mother would love him. Um <laughs> there's Shan Yu. Shan Yu. Shan Yu. The bad guy. The Shan Han leader. Yes. Yeah. Oh, another trivia piece. He's a man. He's a strong, manly man. He mm-hmm. sees the soldier from the mountain and goes, The soldier, the soldier from the mountain. From the mountain. Yeah. Doesn't go. A girl, and I'm like, yes. yeah. yeah. And he just goes, <laughs> um, the, just you kind of, yeah. The voice, the voice cast is actually really, really awesome. So we've got Fennec Shand as Mulan. Mm. Do you know who Fennec Shand is? Nope. I've just I know watched because you guys haven't watched The Mandalorian and um, uh, Boba Fett, the TV shows on Disney Plus. The girl who plays Fennec Shand, which is a character in the Star Wars universe, is Mulan, the voice of Mulan, which I didn't know. Yeah. I was like, what? Okay. And she's this like, um, she's a bounty hunter, so she's this kind of like tough, badass, badass woman. Yep. I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, singing voices provided by Leah Salonga, as we've said before. Mm-hmm. This is one where um, I have a little bit of a problem with this because they they. They were casting and they were aiming to cast um, not white people, but they didn't go and cast Chinese people. They went and said, we asked, like, the the casting briefs were all, like, basically Asian. <laughs> like, let's <laughs> find an Asian person, Asian people to be in this. Because um, Asia's all kind of, one country. Yeah, because yeah. that's kind of problematic in itself. Yeah. Um, but so Leah Song is Filipino um, and mm. she auditioned and they loved, they loved her and obviously she'd worked with them before with um, Princess Jasmine's singing voice and they mm. did cast her as the voice as well for the dialogue but they she didn't do a good like man impression for, for <laughs> Ping and that, that, like, they weren't happy with that so they end up going um, with Ming-Na Wen or Fennec Shand. Ming-Na Wen did everything, dude. She's she's like she's in like Ages of Shield. Yeah, pretty yeah. sure she's in one of those. Um, but if I saw doctor, her face, I wouldn't know who it was. Yeah, she's like it's not Grey's Anatomy, but one of those. She's one of the like doctors in that. She's yeah. in, like in one of the medical serials. Yeah, yeah, she's in the medical stuff. Yeah, it's funny. We've got Eddie Murphy as Mushu because yeah. they were kind of going for like let's recreate this genie thing. <laughs> um, I think he's great. I think he's a good yeah. character. Mushu like was a Mushu. really good character. Yeah. Um, the other thing I was going to say earlier when we were talking about the dishonor <laughs> is the gif that I love to use is when he's like, I leave. Yeah. <laughs> when he like comes out. That's everywhere. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's one of my favorite gifts. I haven't used that for ages though. Um, we have. My mouse. I my I was mouse. doing that when you were teaching me how to do the like front roll up things in Pilates. I was like, I leave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yes, yes, you are Mushu. And I um, did it eight thousand times, and you hated it by the end. <laughs> yeah. Um, Donny Osmond is the singing voice for Lee Shang. BD Wong is the um, talkie voice, talkie voice. <laughs> I, thought, voice. I thought Jackie Dialogue Chan voice. did a singing voice. He, Jackie Chan voiced the Chinese dub, so he uh, did the whole role for the Chinese dub. Yeah. Um, you know, no, but Donny Osmond's the singing voice. Uh, Grandmother Far, who I love. I love, oh, yes. I love that she's that like kind of no-nonsense old lady who just says whatever the fuck she wants. Um, <laughs> She she was voiced by uh, June Foray, who I don't really know. I think she's been in a bunch of stuff. But her singing voice was provided by Marnie Nixon, who did basically all of the kind of golden age films of Hollywood. Mm. She, like, dubbed all those old musicals, like mm. any old musical, Singing in the Rain, um, My Fair Lady, all of those. She, mm. um, 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 what's the, what's the, I feel pretty, oh, so pretty. She did that. West Side Story. Yeah. She was in that one. And she was she was a ghost voice. So for the longest time, it was one of those like like kind of secret things that uh, she was a voice double. Provided oh, like um like how singing in the rain's plot was it basically. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's all a secret. Um so she she provides the the singing voice of the grandma, which in so I've got obviously I've got the music on my iPod mm-hmm. and I listen to it and she just sings like one line it's on it on it to us all she's like a pendant for balance and beads of jade, jade like, for yeah beauty. she like lists all the stuff but in, in the movie the other voice counts off the um um other things. So she's like, not yet. Um, and then she adds all this serene, stuff. And then it suddenly balance, switches to Marnie suddenly, Nixon's voice. Yeah. And that's really jarring. I'm like, that is not the same voice. Really? Um, I didn't notice. Yeah, in the, in oh, the film. You're kind in the of... film. No, but it always has. And I also don't know if it's really obvious because I listen to the soundtrack so often where it's only Marnie Nixon doing like the little dialogue bits. Oh, yeah. But in the film, it's not her doing the dialogue bits. It's the, the other voice. And it like has that big switch. And I'm always like, ooh, like I find it really jarring. I think I've um, heard them it, side by side. We've like established that I don't really pay attention. I mean, I did <laughs> kind of, I think the idea that their singing voice was slightly different from their normal voice kind of was just a thing. Yeah, because that's what we do. But they're never so, they're never next to each other like that. It's never like really mm-hmm. obvious next to each other. It's like they're kind of singing or they're talking, and there's like music between. But I think this is the first time it's been like really like that one voice has led into the other, and it's like her old lady voice into this strong singing voice. Um, anyway, we've got Harvey Firestein as Yao. Um, do you guys know who Harvey Firestein is? I feel like I know the name. He's a Broadway person, so he yeah. he's got a very distinctive voice. He has he definitely has some sort of vocal fold pathology. He's, it's very gravelly. He doesn't talk about it. He doesn't say what he's got. He's like, this is my voice, and it's my voice, and that's totally fine. Yeah. Um, and Aaron just spout that off like we understood what that yeah. meant. <laughs> yeah, was the one with the the little, the little, the little angry guy. guy with the yeah the grumpy the little, one, the little yeah. angry guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
So Harvey Feierstein, I think you probably know him. He was the original um, in Hairspray, the mum, Tracy's oh. mum in Hairspray. You know how it's played by a man? Yeah. Um, Harvey Feierstein plays her. Huh. Um, he's, he's a big Broadway person. Mm. Um, he seems like a real cool guy. Yeah. I like Harvey Feierstein. And he pops up all over the place. And if you if you, if you know um, Broadway stuff, you like recognize him. You like, and his voice is so distinctive. Yeah, as well. it's like I can picture his voice of that character. I know. Like, mm. but he's also like a really versatile actor that's willing to do all of those roles and mm. like own mm. it. And it and it, you don't like sit there going, "I'm watching Harvey Feinstein do something." You're going, "Oh, it's Harvey Feinstein. This story's amazing. He's doing the role." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, James Hong is the other voice in this. He he played Chifu, which is the obnoxious. Um, and the guy with the cool hat console. and only his mum loves him. That, yeah, yeah, that squeals. Yeah. <laughs> what is good? Haven't you seen a black and white before? Which I find really funny because you have this genuinely effeminate court man out in the field with these like army dudes and like Milan's there being like an actual lady who's like yeah, yeah, more who's... masculine than he is. Yeah. I, love it. I love it so much. But he doesn't, is a he, doesn't need, yeah, he doesn't need to do that hyper correction because he doesn't just... need to prove that he's a man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because he's got money. Yeah. And, and also uh, and position. Um, yes, the right appendages. So, but, the, so James it's James just, Hong... It's just really funny. And I like um the three musketeer guys yeah, yeah, the yeah. there's the the little angry boulder guy the long thin i'm so suave and debonair but actually like i'm just like a teenage boy dork that kind and of yeah. like, clown deal yeah and, and like guy this likes super sweet gentle, gentle big guy yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. um so james hong who plays chifu he is a, a chinese american actor and he pops up all over the place like his he was in everything everywhere all at once. Oh. Neither of you watched that. I've seen parts of it because Mum watched it on the TV. Yeah. Yeah. You got to watch it from beginning it's to a- end. But he's the like the grandpa. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, in that, and he's done a bunch of animation stuff. And whenever I, whenever I, I watched something recently, something weird on Netflix, I think, um, that was like stop motion animation. And I'm like, and I heard him talk. As soon as I hear him talk, I'm like. I know that voice. I know that, that voice. Guy. I know oh, that, that voice. Guy. And then oh. eventually I get back to, it's the guy from Milan. And I'm like, it's James Hong. Um, and I love that he has basically made a career of in Hollywood out of being this like Chinese American. Like that's his real voice. That's his real accent. He does not yeah. bring that on. Um, and I love that. Yeah, I love that he's able to do that. And who mm-hmm. else have we got? George Takai as the first ancestor. Really? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He pops up every now and then in random animation stuff. He does voiceover things. Um, He's got that good gravitas voice, though. Yeah, when he, like, yeah. Really wants to pull it out of the bag. Yeah, <laughs> I never, awaken. I, yes, I never. I never catch his voice because in my head it doesn't fit what he looks like. Yeah, like to but me, he's it fun. fits. Yeah, like yeah, which is really fun. But then when you see him talk in real life, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, it's fine. But like his voice is like separated from his like physical appearance in my I, head. Yeah, but that's also you've been um, introduced to his voice long before you got introduced to like what he looks like as a person. So you're associating yeah. his voice with the characters that yeah. you've seen. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And um, Miriam Margulies as the matchmaker. 
I love the matchmaker. Yeah. <laughs> Miriam Margulies from With dignity and draws a Miriam Margulies is a, a British, uh, I'm pretty sure she's British, one of the like matronly um, actor, actresses. She was in Wicked. She played the headmaster, the, school, the headmistress of the yeah. school. Um, oh, I know her. Sorry, I yeah. just Googled her. And, like, the first image comes It's really good. You guys got to Google this. Um, the first image comes up and I was like, I know exactly who that is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know it when you see her. I love – I saw a picture of a cosplay of someone doing the matchmaker and they did, like, you know, the, like – With ink, the ink beard? With yeah. the ink beard. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how I picture her. She looks weird without it. <laughs> I was always really fascinated by the way she drew that so perfectly with her fingers. And obviously it's because it's an animated film, but I'm like, wow. No, I could do that. I have done that on purpose before where I'm like, I've got black gunk all over my hands and I'm like, yeah, pose and dignity or something, yeah. whatever that line is. And I, I love, get very always, close. It always really bothered me a little bit that, like, Mulan tries to take the teacup. I would have just seen that cricket go and just been like, oh, well. <laughs> See, this is why I resonate with Mulan so much because I would yeah. have been like, you don't, you please don't drink the tea. And then been, like, been unable oh, well. to tell her why she can't drink the tea because I'm not allowed to be telling her not to drink the tea, but I have to tell her don't do that and then, like, be like, just give it back for a second. I need to make it better for you and have her be furious at me for no fucking yeah reason. so yeah, like, <laughs> like, i'm probably... looking at the pictures of her side by side she looks so different without the beard somehow yeah she's yeah. a different person yeah. she, but she looks it looks like she should have that beard. that's because you used to yeah. it yeah i would have but, passed my matchmaking test because i was a good girl who did exactly what i was told yeah and, and i would have, I would have passed so i feel like mulan would have passed if she didn't have the cricket yeah. That's true. That was the impetus. Um, <laughs> but, like, it's likely something else would have gone a bit mm. nuts because she had notes on her arm, for God's sake. Or she would like, have made it out without it being quite dramatic, but she would have gotten, like, low scores on everything. Yeah. 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 And um, finally we have Frank Welker making an appearance. He plays Cricky, the cricket, <laughs> and Mulan's horse, whose name is Khan, apparently, yeah. according huh. to Wikipedia. Yeah. Um, we oh, don't yeah. have Jim Cummings in this one. Huh. Okay, I didn't miss him, but why? <laughs> like he could have, he could have been in. Could have easily played. been there. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. So the, um, amazing cast. Yeah. Amazing yeah. cast. They're all so good. Um. I love how there are a lot of dramatic people in this. So Mushu's dramatic, obviously, oh, <laughs> like so entrances dramatic. and stuff. You get porridge, and it's happy to see you. The Hun leader is also so dramatic. epically dramatic. Like the, he, oh, all of his yes. entrances are like, yes. Like even like, at the beginning when he's like, now all China knows you're here. And he's like, excellent. That was my plan all <laughs> so along. <true. laughs> yeah. And then at the very end where like his bird, hawk, falcon thing, gets the, the sword, like snatches the sword at the very, like the exact moment. Um, yeah, and drops it into his hand so he can be and, like, and just he, like reach up and, and he's grab like, them. yeah, like, because he's like, he's just like a gargoyle shadow and then he's like, mm. reaches up, grabs it and stands up and everyone's like, <gasps> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so dramatic. So, oh, you know that he got to the capital like weeks ago and he's just like, all right, how Planning can we do his the entrance. most dramatic reveal here? Mm. Um, he's plotted very carefully. Mm. The, um, the the dragon the dancing dragon thing in the parade behind mm. the the crew are, yep. is really like because because I knew that they were popping out like every shot that had Shang in it 
Mm. And there's like this line, this like ominous line head in the background. It's like, yeah. ooh, ooh. like, yeah. like they, there's suspension, foreshadowing. There's there's foreshadowing. There's mm. like everything leading into itself. There's puns. There's um, <laughs> acknowledging the human condition of being a teenager. There's mm. just so much in this movie, and it's I love it. This is this yeah. is the movie mm. that I'm like I go sit with Aaron and cry for a bit. <laughs> yeah. I'm so happy. I- I didn't, um, on reflection, I had a little bit of a, like, sing-along weep, <laughs> like, just remembering my childhood. But, like, I don't have the big emotional, I just really enjoy the whole thing. I don't have the emotional, like, when I turn the little mermaid on and it first starts and I'm like, I love it so much, I need to cry. Yes. Um, although- but I'm pretty sure if I put together a playlist. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm singing along, I'm belting out. <laughs> but um, But I was in the credits, I'm like, um, jam and I'm singing along and I had little Trixie in my lap and she was not happy with me. She's like, can you shut the fuck up? Like, <laughs> yeah, looking at me like, like, yeah. like, shut up. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I'm trying sing. to watch that. Yeah. Yeah, like, you're not a good Mom, singer. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, she was so offended every time. She's like, oh. <laughs> I was like, well, fine. Um, there is a sequel to this film called uh, yeah, Mulan yes. 2. Yes. Um, it got panned. Yes. Um, oh, I forgot it to doesn't... say that this film, this film did really quite well, Yeah. especially compared to the last few films. Um, like Lion King did really well and then everything else after that kind of was mm. just a bit meh at the box office. And then this film st- like was looking really good. Um, they still didn't win any... Academy Awards, um, but they won a whole bunch of other random little awards and stuff. So it like mm. they did well at the box office and stuff. So mm. they're like, oh yeah, that was a good film. It did it did quite well. But the sequel did not. Yeah, because yeah. so Mulan's really well thought out. Like I, I I can't sit through the movie and be like, why is this scene here? Because I do that with almost every movie. I'm like, that's unnecessary. What is the point of this scene? Mulan mm. makes sense. Mulan two. What is the point of the entire movie? <laughs> we could I do feel like it. Mulan two was they were trying too hard to be a bit more modern. But yeah, and time. also like cash in on mm. the Mulan thing. Yeah, like, on the not... IP. But then, yeah. but they also don't like these big films with theatrical releases. They have a lot of resources put into them, and they have their like best people on them. And then the director video sequels are just like a, a little bit of a cash grab. So they're like, let's yeah. just make this real cheap. It's a recognizable IP, so maybe we'll get sales just based on the fact that it's Mulan and and little girls love Mulan. And they yeah, absolutely like I watched it and I kind of enjoyed some of it and some of the songs, but still it's like nah. Mm. Yeah, if they taken the Mulan part of it out of it and been like, let's focus on these side characters, I would have been like, yeah, this is an interesting mm. story. But they had to like cram in the Mulanness in there mm. and like make conflict that was unnecessary. And also, yeah. the ending doesn't make any sense. She's not a princess. How would that work out? Um, <laughs> yeah. Never mind. She's, she has been princessed in the Disney canon. She's had her princess ceremony. Mm. That, park, that so she's is actually a completely a separate thing, Erin. <laughs> <laughs> and we will talk about this off mic. <laughs> yeah. um, and then we have the shit show of the live action remake. Yeah, they remember. That was released mm. in 2020. So first of all... Um, I haven't seen, but I kind of heard that it was terrible. I tried yeah. so hard to watch it and I just couldn't. So I watched it. I watched it um, 
when I no longer had to pay for it. It was the I think it was the first one because it was made before 2020, but it was slated for a 2020 release and then the pandemic happened. And so they decided they would release it on streaming rather than theatrically. Oh, but yes. they made this so you had to pay for it extra if you wanted to watch it and then it would be free for everyone at the end of the year. I waited until it was free. I wasn't paying for it. Yep. Um, so first of all, the movie itself... They added magic in. They took they took yeah. Mushu and Kriki and the like side characters out, which I'm kind of like that's fair enough for a live action film, not mm-hmm. having the little cartoony sidekicks. Um, the her friends, like the three guys, like that you were saying before, you have those three archetypes amigos yeah but they're not um i couldn't tell them so they all looked the same to me i couldn't tell who was who and who was meant to be who the whole way through and i don't know if it's just like really kind of racist of me not being able to recognize different asian faces or if they were were just like coded as the same okay so i have not tell the difference between yeah so i have this issue with current movies when they don't dress the characters differently because like they're all white men with that beard and mm. that exact haircut and I'm like yeah. I don't know which character this is and yeah. it's the same with Asian movies where they're all wearing the same coloring and the same style yeah. and like I don't it's it's the thing that Who's you were who? talking about What's like going a on? couple of weeks back Helen that with the face cartoons. blindness <laughs> I'm not face blind I can tell the different people but when yeah. they're like characters on the tv I'm like that actor is doing a lot of different roles, and I'm not sure which one they're currently meant to be doing in this scene. Are they yeah. like the cousin? Bro- it's a days of our lives situation, guys, <laughs> yeah. and I can't handle it. <laughs> yeah, I um, couldn't tell them apart. But they also added yeah. in this like magic element. Yeah, that's sort of yeah. That, it's that, that and there was this that style of there was this witch person and stuff. And um, in the end. Like, I haven't watched it since the first time back in late 2020, maybe early 2021. Um, But I just remember thinking that Mulan kind of loses all of her agency. She never has, she doesn't have the grit of the animated Mulan. Mm. Like, when she gets turned away from the army and she's like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna succeed. And she, like, under her own power works to, like, become one of the boys, Mm. essentially. Um, But this, this Mulan, she kind of, it was all about, like, unlocking her chi or something. This thing that was inside her all along. along. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so it was just like, oh, it was, she was destined to do this and she didn't have to. Actually, work. For She's any special, team. girl. Which now. takes away <laughs> yeah. so much of the depth of the story. Is to be like yeah. this person is going to succeed no matter what because the plot needs her to. Yeah. Um, the other controversy is more around the actual making of the film. So the casting was panned, um, and I remember seeing this in the lead up to the release of the film that they cast um, very white Asians Mm. um, and Chinese Asians. And there there is this whole, there's a lot of racial stuff in China and around the area that I don't really understand. So I remember reading a lot about it and just being like, these people are saying that it's racist, that they're like, the same as like, it's this white white male production team and the the people that they chose to cast are these like, privileged 
more white looking Chinese people, mm-hmm. um, even though they're like, we're doing, you know, racially diverse casting. It's like they actually weren't, even though mm. it might look like that to us because we don't really know anything about the mm-hmm. region and the, the all that stuff. Um, and then the girl that they cast to play Mulan said something and was in support of something, I can't remember what, that was really controversial, like it was boycott this, this, like, this, like she said something like, and it was at the level of like JK Rowling being a total turf, mm. um, that kind of level of support for something mm. that I don't know the details of. So I was like, eh, like kind of going into it, which is why I was like, I'm not going to pay for it, Yeah, but I might watch it when it's free, more free. Um when it's not like an additional charge my, on top yeah. of the charge I'm already paying for this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> which is huge. Disney Plus is expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it wasn't even a good movie in, in the end. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> which is such a shame because because Mulan in, in the 90s, like in the context of when it was made in the 90s, there wasn't really that Asian representation. Mm. And, it, and it had that and it was kind of good for the context. And they just like fucked so, it up because yeah, then you get all the good things about it. Yeah, and didn't, like, it's like they went in going, we need to update this to the current day and the current climate, and then they just didn't. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh, and then and then it kind of sucks because it's like, oh, well, that failed. Let's not make any more Asian films. Like, let's not pander to them. And then it's like that makes it, like, representation in Hollywood even less. Mm. So, Yeah. Yeah. Disney kind of, they win some, they lose some. Sometimes mm. they're really tone deaf and sometimes they like, they get it. Oh. They accident into like a really good representative mm. <laughs> yeah. um, thing that like covers a lot of space and doesn't try to be anything that it's not. Um, but that's that's pure accident. It's not intention ever. Mm. It's it's always when they like. Mm, I think they've got the intention, and sometimes it they have like the one. Sometimes that does the, in- the right thing. Sometimes the intention is, um, let's do this so we can get more audience and get more money. And sometimes the intention the intention is let's do it right as best we can and get more audience and get more money. Like some people have do it. I think like some executives you need to get the right executive and also I think sometimes it's easier to do the right thing and and sometimes oh, it's, it's not so easy. much easier yeah, yeah. to do the right thing than it is to just be like let's be casually terrible people um but that yeah. would require executives to I do, think outside I do of their think, preferred worldview. I do think Disney as a company as a whole is starting to make an effort I think that was kind of pushed with we got to keep up with the times so that we can keep making money. Yeah. So they're more open to telling diverse stories and things. But I think mm. also they are starting to get the right people in the right positions. Yeah. Um, in terms of the telling the stories, yeah. whose story are they telling and getting those people to tell their stories and like lifting up, building up people. Definitely, that are Still underrepresented. Yeah, like I think they've got the best. They've got the best of intentions, and, and they are getting better. But yeah. sometimes they they don't. Yes. They fall a bit flat. Yes, um, I agree with that. But you know, if they're doing, if they're trying to do better, if they've learned from it, that's all we can ask, I guess. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so that was Milan. Yeah. What do you think of this film? Can you enlighten us a little bit more with the, like, 
controversies and stuff that we don't really know about it or tell us that actually we're being really racist. That's fine. Yeah. Sometimes we don't know what we don't know. Um, when we need to and learn. We, yeah, and we're trying real hard to be aware of things, but again, when we're you, white girls. <laughs> yeah, we grew up in a white. We don't know everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you can find us on Twitter or Instagram at Isn't It Neat Pod, or you can email us on Isn't It Neat Pod at gmail.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, and you can leave us a review. That really helps us out. Thanks for listening. Now go and enjoy something you think is neat. Thank <laughs> you.